This episode of the Almost 30-Minute Quiz Show is brought to you by Story Slam, the award-winning storytelling game for the whole family. We guarantee you'll love it. Story Slam. Find us on Amazon.com. If you'd like to advertise on the Almost 30-Minute Quiz Show, please email us at almost30quiz at gmail.com. That's almost30quiz, spelling 30, T-H-I-R-T-Y, quiz at gmail.com. Great introductory rates are available now. Talking about saving my generation, the who and the quadrophenic pandemic. It's Biden as he burns, burns, burns. As hotels the world over lie empty, we'll try to tempt you into the worst of them. So lock up your daughters, not from Corona, but because him, David, and me, Mark, are about to hit the internet with episode 15 of the almost 30-minute quiz show. These new microphones, he says. It's for our trip to Poland and Ukraine, he says. We're going in 16 months' time, he says. I said four months, but... Well, it I know. It will be 16 at this rate. Well, bloody hell, Mark. Did you, did you like, put your foot in it or what? Tempt fate? Well, we did call it the end of days edition. So we had an inkling two weeks ago when we sat down and recorded that the world was in batshit trouble. People are hoarding, right? Hoarding toilet paper, sanitary stuff, masks. Hand, alcoholic hand wash. Okay, so what about anybody interested in a brand new pair of connecting microphones? They're really, really good for podcasts when you're out and about. No, no, well, don't give them away. Like, loan them, and we'll have them back in about 16 months when we're the lone survivors. We could do a competition. We could like, do. Win a microphone and a piece of Mark's earwax. Can we charge an entry fee to the competition? $20, and that way our $20 well, mics. Well, that way we'll get the money back on the flights. I was going to say I don't get this, but we'll talk about this later. Why are people hoarding hand gel? If they're the only ones with hand gel, they'll have clean hands, and everybody else will have dirty hands. So they won't pass it on to anybody else, but they'll get it back. So as you know, I mean, we, we're gonna, we are going to talk about this afterwards. I, 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 think, I think we sort of have to. I have really. to. Right? I'm, I work in a hospital, and today... Mark steps back. Yeah, every single, I am sitting further away from you than normal every today. Every single person who went into the hospital today, no matter who they were, were stopped and had their temperature checked before they went in. I saw that at Costco during the week, that they were spraying people on the way in with disinfectant. What else do we want to say? Or should we get on to the questions? Well, we're going to add another 30 minutes to people's quarantine, self-isolation listening list. Well, that's actually a very good point. This is episode 15. What's 30 times 15? 450. Oh my God, you're good. So we've probably Which is got about seven and a half hours. We've got yeah, we've got just under seven and a half hours. So day of one of quarantine, we've we've covered most of the daylight hours. Or well, you can ration yourself because fifteen from the first day to the last, and if there's one episode you don't like, move on. Or or you know you're going to enjoy them, save them all for the last day. And you might not live that long. Get, get it in early. Okay, we're being sick. Uh, let's have a look. Well, at the qu- no, you're being sick. I'm <laughs> standing even further away than I was a minute ago. At you, right? Let, let's get on with Into the questions for this week. Question number one. What are the currencies of Czechia, Denmark, Iceland, Norway, and Sweden? Question number two is from a listener. Hello, this is JC phoning from Washington, D.C., capital of the United States of America and seat of its government and its president, Donald Trump. Can you tell me what is Air Force One? Question number three. What is the origin of of the phrase piss poor and the phrase not having a pot to piss in. 
question four. Which New York senator was shot in a hotel and killed shortly after winning the California Democratic primary in 1968? And finally, question number five. Lambrusco grapes originate from which coronavirus hit country? The answers coming up. Question number one. What are the currencies of Czechia, Denmark, Iceland, Norway, and Sweden? Having been to almost all of those, I've still not been to Iceland, but I, I do happen to know for a change the answer to the question. It is based on uh, the word for a crown. Correct. Uh, krona. They're all krona, pronounced krona, krona. The krona, I think all the Scandinavian ones are krona. Yeah. And Czechia. Yeah. Is the Czech Republic. No, it's yes. now called Czechia. They yes. changed it. Uh, it's called Corona. A Czech Corona. Like the 1970s fizzy drink. No, this is spelled, I think, K-O... Well, it's spelled in yeah, Czech. Yeah, it's K. K-O-R-U-N-A. Corona. Corona. It's with a K, yeah. Sorry, people out there in Czechia, for my horrible pronunciation of your currency. And we ask this question because we want to talk about... Uh, the, the World International Foreign Exchange Markets. Absolutely. Well, actually, it's a good oh, no. starting point. Currency. Corona. Coronacy. Oh, that's very good. I've heard that word corona this week. I can't remember where. You kind of follow these things a little bit. Because we've talked about stock markets all plummeting. Uh, what's happening with currencies? Do you know? I think they're quite level because... It's everywhere. It's a worldwide problem, sir. Everybody's economy is tanked. I think at one point they had to close one of the American stock markets for a quarter of an hour because it had dropped 7% on opening and looked like there was a major crash on the way, so they just closed it. It always seems very unfair to me. It's yeah. like cheating. You know, that your your favourite sports team is losing a game, so we'll just end the game early or postpone it. Well, I mean, they did it in the banking crisis, sort of 2008. Right. They just shut banks when people were taking the money out. They're like, well, you can't have your money anymore. What's the thing that you fear the most from all of this corona stuff? My biggest fear is that Manchester City will get to the final of the Champions League and it will get called off. <laughs> so having spent all this time and all this money getting there, with uh, no, what, what do I fear? Them? Are you, about two weeks ago when we were talking about it, there was hysteria starting to break out. Mm -hmm. and, and it worried me the level of hysteria. But the reality is, it is more than flu and it is spreading rapidly. But uh, hysteria ain't going to help anybody. In fact, it makes things worse. Possibly. I, th I think a lot of people get comfort from being experts on the subject and going on social media and trying to inform people of their great expertise in the subject. When they know diddly squit. Yeah, but a professor. Somebody came up to me today and said, I saw a professor on Facebook and he said, do this. And I said, which professor? And she went, I don't know. It was just a professor on Facebook. <laughs> but th if the one thing I know about academia is there's usually more one opinion on, on a subject. Right. And so also, one, one of my biggest gripes with academics is that they are... The leather pads on their jackets. Thank you. And, and their long hair and beards. But no, my, my biggest gripe... Polyester. ...is they are so good at knocking things down. They are so good at criticising, so good at saying what's wrong with a government, with a society, with individuals. And they are crap at coming up with logical proposals unless they're paid a lot of money by governments to do it. But is it the academics or is it the media then, the, uh, then, take it, then taking we've not the academics? The there was yeah. a headline in one of the papers today with an academic saying, people aren't scared enough. Right. I mean, why should people be scared? The media has one role to play 
in all of this. Selling more advertising space and more copy. Education. The, the only role the media should be playing is to say, in town X, in country X, these are the rules and regulations. This is what should be done according to the health organization to make you safe. Period. Full stop. That is it. So what was today's headline in the Daily Mail? The most important story? Go on. Two Russian DJs had managed to prank Prince Harry into believing they were Greta Thunberg and Greta Thunberg's father. Has this got anything to do with coronavirus? Nothing. Okay, but but they got a load out of Prince Harry saying Donald Trump had blood on his hands and people don't understand how li- difficult his life is. The media really, like you say, I think need to be more informative. I mean, just looking at a few things that have been going on. China has locked itself down. Italy is locking down. And China seems to be the rate at which the virus is spreading seems to have ground to a halt. Yes. Or the rate at which it's being reported. I was with a doctor the other day and uh, he showed me a graph of how it's performing around the world. And from about four days ago, you just see coronavirus in China flatlining and the rest of the world, it's just going up and up and up and it's, it's sort of catching up to the Chinese. There were, I mean, some world leaders around the world have been quite smug about coronavirus. And Unless going, they've got it themselves. Well, yeah, the Iranian vice president, I believe, has got that. The health, but, the health minister but, in but the UK. C- certain leaders, you've seen them, not mentioning any names, but he's orange, has been going around saying, you know, this is a justification of his immigration policies. But if you actually look at a graph and look at what happened in Italy and what happened in Iran, it starts off very slowly and suddenly the amount of cases double and double and double and the deaths pick up. Just because your numbers are low and there are no deaths in your country, it tends to mean you're just two, three weeks behind that curve. I I was talking to a mathematician about this, and I can tell you his name, and he said this is the exact definition, without exaggerating, of the word exponential. That's exactly what we're seeing in in terms of graphs, bellends and and whatever. Talking of bellends, I was invited to a Facebook group about coronavirus. And on day one, I got one invite. And then the following day, I got two invites. And it was picking up. It's like it had gone viral. Uh, anything else you want to... Is there anything funny you've seen amongst all of this? Oh, it's, uh, yeah, but I'm kind of sick of all of it. I'm, all the, 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 the memes on toilet rolls. And uh, as you know, I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast. It's to get is away from our families and just talk crap. Right. It's that we're irreverent. We laugh at things. And I don't mind the laughing at things. In fact, I prefer the laughing at things. Uh, it, it's all of the panic. G- gallows humour. Gallows humour is great. It's all, the, it's all the people who are not finding it funny. You know, you put a joke out there on Facebook, it's like a great meme, whatever, and people turn around and say, how can you say that when people are dying? 46 million people have died in the world from influenza in the last, whatever it is, 100 years or so. And we all sort of laugh about the flu or, or just dismiss it or whatever. At the moment, we've had, and I feel sorry for those people, 4,000 people have died and 116,000 people infected, the vast, vast, vast majority of whom will recover. For God's sake, put this into proportion, take the right precautions, and enjoy yourselves. Welcome back, and question number two comes from a listener. Hello, this is JC phoning from Washington, D.C., capital of the United States of America and seat of its government and its president, Donald Trump. Can you tell me what is Air Force One? Thank you, JC. Is it the only plane still currently flying? Ah, very good. My assumption is Air Force One is the number one plane of the United States Air Force, which is 
the one flown for the Commander-in-Chief of the Air Force, who is currently Donald Trump, right? But that's clearly not what he's getting at. So is there an Air Force 2? It's like Thunderbirds. Ooh, Thunderbird 4. Trump goes underwater in this little... Th- yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's like a British dun, 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 dun. 1960s reference. It is, from Jerry Anderson, who made lots of great puppets. And Divorce Sylvia. Did he? Yeah, they, they had a big, massive falling out. Was Lady Penelope based on Sylvia? Was that the whole... I, I don't, yeah, Jerry came home with splinters. Oof. <laughs> so Where? <laughs> don't ask. Oh, a bit of flagpole. No, I want to hear the answer. All right, okay, JC, back to you. Air Force One is the call sign of any aircraft that the president is sitting on at that time. So, for example, if he's on a helicopter, that helicopter becomes Air Force One. If he's on a jumbo in his uh, regular presidential aeroplane, then that becomes Air Force One. And if he's on a glider or flying a kite, that becomes Air Force One. So the answer is that Air Force One is the call sign, not to the aircraft, of whatever aircraft the President of the United States of America is on. So you're almost you, right. You kind of disagree with him, aren't you? Because you're a smart ass. Sort of. Because I, I remember, I think he's right for aircraft. Right, that it's the call sign for whichever aeroplane yeah. he's on. Any Air Force aircraft. Incl- not, But not a helicopter. But not a helicopter. So airplane. Well, it can be a helicopter unless it belongs to the US Marine Corps. Ah. And then it's Marine One. Ooh. Ooh. JC, you're going to have to get back in touch with us. Maybe J- write us a letter. Let us know. But should we jump in from that to, well... F- Why are we talking about Air Force Flying One? around the United States. Presidents. Presidents fly around the United States once they're elected. Ah, elections. It's still the Democratic primaries uh, and the Republican primaries. Oh, my God. I'm so bored of this crap. This and the Labour leadership in the United... Uh, the, the Labour leadership is, what, four or five months? It's four or five months. But it isn't the longest leadership election. In fact, it's the second shortest of the last four elections at 90-something days, 95 That's days. Anyway, I think it's just because it's the most boring one because so, they're all a bunch of losers. So every four years, the United States have, have elections for an entire year. For about half a year. It's they start in February. Right, February, and, uh, right, and, and it goes on to the conventions which are in July. And then you're dealing with the national election, the yeah. presidential election. So poor old, well, I, I don't know, it depends on your views, but poor old Bernie Sanders, he's in the poopy, isn't he? Um, just before we started recording this podcast, a, f- a few minutes before, he announced he was carrying on. Now, in the United Kingdom, carrying on means something very different. Or a matron. Absolutely. But he, he said, uh, despite... A slew of defeats, Super Tuesday last week, and again this Tuesday, serious defeats. Uh, he, he was absolutely slaughtered in four states. Do you remember what the four states were? Uh, well, this Tuesday. This Tuesday. I think Michigan, Missouri. I, I, not Iowa, Idaho. Idaho and, um, and one other. I'm trying to find it. Maine? Oh. It was Maine. Here we go. go. Lots of Missouri, Mississippi, Idaho, and Michigan. Okay. Other people, lesser people than Bernie, would have jumped. Yeah. Would have gone in the in the last two weeks since two Super Tuesday. Every other candidate, I think, has dropped out. So it's only Bernie against Biden, now. and nearly all of them said vote Biden. I think, apart from Warren, who's not said a lot, she's hedging her bets. But Trump has pointed out that it's all Warren's fault that Bernie's lost because had she dropped out earlier, um, I think the biggest shock on Super Tuesday was Bernie losing Massachusetts. Right. Is that how you pronounce it? Because I know how you Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Yes. 
I mean, that was Warren's own state. Right. Bernie was favourite. And yet Biden walked in between all of them and won it. Bernie was destroyed in his own state, wasn't no, he? No, as well. He won did, Vermont, did he win Vermont? Yeah, but it's like two mice and a, right. and a Ben and Jerry's factory. <laughs> um, okay, so here's a quiz question for you. Um, and I know I already told you the answer about an hour ago, but let's see if you actually remember. Was I listening? On the 14th and 15th of the month, so you can tell when we're recording this, uh, so that's, I think, Saturday and Sunday, which two... Uh, votes are taking place. I did listen. This is in the Democratic um, Party race. It's not American Samoa. Because Correct. that's already won by Mike Bloomberg. Right. Who spent half a billion dollars of his own money. One, that was the only... No, he took two places. No, no, he only took American, only Samoa, American Samoa. From Tulsi Gabbard, who is from American Samoa. Samoa. But there were four out of 2,000 um, representatives there. Did you ever see the film Brewster's Millions? Go on. It's you an amazing film. Richard you are, Pryor. You're playing for time. Go oh, on. I love this film. It's it's sort of very Mike Bloomberg. This could be called Bloomberg's Billions. Richard Pryor inherits a load of money, um, $300 million. And he's got 30 days to blow but it. But he's got 30 days to blow $30 million of it and not have a single asset left. If he doesn't, he walks away with nothing. And if he manages to get rid of it, he gets the other $270 million. Or he can take a million dollars up front and just walk away. Um and one of the ways he just wastes a load of money is by running, I think, to be the local mayor. And he spends millions and millions on campaigning and stands as a candidate called Vote for the Other or None of the Above, but wins. None of the Above wins as a write-in vote. So Mike Bloomberg has basically done what Richard Pryor did, but in real life and blown half a billion. Getting back to your question. I was, do you remember the question? It was to do with which one of the, was it Guam? Guam goes to the polls on March the 14th. And some place that I would never, never have heard of. But is like the second smallest American territory. North Mariana. Where is that? I have no clue. It's oh. got to be in the Pacific. Is it in the Mariana Islands? And the the Mariana, South Mariana. No, the Mar isn't the Mariana the deepest? The Mariana Trench. Trench. So yeah. that's the, is that the Atlantic or the Pacific? The Pacific. Okay. Trench, I'm pretty sure it's the Pacific. I might be wrong. Ooh. Ooh. L listeners. Write to us at almost30quiz at gmail.com. Uh, and, and just as, as a final note on that, then two days later, the votes will be taking place in Arizona, Florida, uh, Illinois, and Ohio. And, <laughs> and after those four, I think it would be high time. I think Sleepy Joe, it's going to be Sleepy Joe versus Donald. Sleepy Bo. Sleepy Bo. Sleepy, Slo sloppy. Sloppy Joe versus Orange Donald <laughs> yes. for, the, for the prize. Break time. Why not write to us, almost30quiz at gmail.com. That's almost30, T-H-I-R-T-Y, almost30quiz at gmail.com. We can also be found Twitter at almostquiz, Facebook, the Almost 30 Minute Quiz Show, and on Instagram, the Almost 30 Minute. This is what Mark actually does during the breaks. And obviously Ooh, we our, started, sorry. our breaks are considerably longer than the three to six seconds that you hear. Um, and it's very annoying. In fact, it's a day later because I had to go home. Yes. No. Beat your wife. Beat your kids. Kid. Fair enough. I mean, if I had another one, I'd beat it too. <laughs> Question number three. What is the origin of piss poor and not having a pot to piss in? Which is not that easy to say. I'll tell you what. And given the virus times and what pot to piss in has left quite a lot of spittle on the microphone. The, the 
you might want a new muff. The age that I... Thank you very much indeed. I do every day. Um, the age I'll go diving in the cupboard. The <laughs> age at which I am, um, I find it increasingly difficult... Likely that coronavirus will kill you. I find it increasingly difficult to get out of bed in the middle of the night, even though I'm desperate for a pee. No, it's the other way around. I find it increasingly difficult to get out of bed in the morning, but I can't stop getting out of bed in the middle of the night. No, so I, I, I kind of fight it and fight it and say, I'm going to stay in bed. If I had... That would explain the plastic matting. Exactly. If I had a pot to piss in, that would make my life a whole lot easier. But I don't know if I'm anywhere near the origin of the expression. No. Go on. The fabled origin, although I'm not sure it's true, is in the old days, um, leather was hardened by using urine, horses' urine. Right. But there was a shortage of horses' urine. So tanneries, which is where they made leather, used to ask people to bring their piss in, their urine in. So if you were poor, you didn't even have the pot to piss in. Right. But if you made money by selling your urine, you were piss poor. That's very good. I like that. Do you think it's true? Um, I believe the saying came out much later, like the early 20th century. So you're old so enough to this remember. this is like 16th, 17th century tanneries and urine, but... So that was one origin of an expression, and we thought for our listicle this week, we would bring you some other uh, expressions, phrases, that you might be surprised to know what the origin of them is, was. Are we doing that muff diving one? Uh, no, okay. I think you're going to start with the first one. Butter up, to butter someone up, which means to impress someone with flattery. This customary religious act in ancient India Devout people would throw butter balls at statues of their gods to seek favour and forgiveness. That's oh. how you butter something up. There you go. By the way, our thanks go to Grammarly uh, for this. They're the people with those annoying ads on the uh, uh, on, on YouTube and so on. Mine but are mainly for Russian brides. I don't oh, know what right. else got to do I with I get Grammarly the whole time. I think it relates to what you've been surfing the night before. The next one is mad as a hatter, uh, which means to be bonkers or to present this particular podcast. Did not originate with Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. Apparently, it dates from the eighth, the seventeenth, or the eighteenth centuries, well before uh, Alice in Wonderland was published. In seventeenth-century France, poisoning occurred among hat makers who used mercury for the hat felt. Oh. The Mad Hatter disease was marked by shyness, irritability, and tremors that would make the person appear to be mad. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, which means brilliant. don't get rid of valuable things along with unnecessary things. In the early 1500s, people only bathed once a year. I quite believe that, sitting next to David. Not only that, but they also bathed in the same water without changing it. Adult males would bathe first, then females, leaving children's and children and babies to go last. By the time the babies got in, the water was clouded with filth. And some mothers didn't realise their baby was in there and would throw it out with oh the dirty bathwater. So funny, you're talking about not bathing on a regular basis. You and I listen very regularly to the Guardian newspaper in the UK, to their football podcasts. And one of their regular pundits is Barry Glendening. Brilliant. And he says he only washes his hair with soap, I think, once every six months. He just rinses it the rest of the time. And then on that podcast, they all supposedly smell. I've heard that his before hair. because your hair naturally creates its own Oils shampoo, and, and the whatever. fact that we use chemicals. Rather him than me. And I would actually give him a cold shoulder, which means being unwelcoming, antisocial towards someone. Uh, in medieval England, it was customary to give a guest a cold piece of meat from the shoulder of mutton, pork, or beef chop when the host felt it was time for the guest to leave. This was a polite way to communicate piss off. 
maybe that has something to do with piss poor. I did that. that. You bought, like, I did that for you so you could make the. You are my only wise. Thank you. Finally, rub the wrong way. This is not what you thought it was. Oh then. come on! Rub the wrong way is to bother or annoy someone, which you do quite regularly. Apparently, early Americans, ones that get up before eight o'clock during yes. the colonial times, would ask their servants to rub the oak floorboards the right way. The wrong way, not wiping them with dry fabric after wet fabric, would cause streaks to form and ruin it. So you would annoy someone by rubbing things the wrong way. Number four, more politics. Which New York senator was shot in a hotel and killed shortly after winning the California Democratic primary in 1968? 68 was... was 68 was Nixon, wasn't it? But he wasn't shot. No. Um, the country was shot. Actually, but Watergate was later. Correct. Uh, Kennedy was 63, then Lyndon Johnson, so... Which Kennedy was 63? JFK was shot in 63. Lyndon Johnson took over. Right. So this must be Bobby. Bobby Kennedy. Kennedy. Um, Who was shot by Sirhan al-Sirhan. Very good. The reason that we talk of this is not to do with coronavirus, not to do with American politics, but it's our review section. Ah, Hotels, we, we got so much positive feedback from the hotel review, which we did in episode three or four, that we have come back with another one. I'll start us off this time. But now is the time for us to do our bit to help hotels who are struggling with absolutely self-quarantine and tourism being banned pretty much everywhere absolutely in the Western the case. world. So We're going to do our bit. Here's three hotels for you that you may want to stay in. And I imagine uh, they'll be quite affordable if they haven't already been shut down. Are we going to mention names or we're not? No, yeah. I decided not to. We don't want to be sued. The location leaves a lot to be desired unless you happen to be a freelance exotic dancer. Nestled in a district of sex shops and strip clubs, the area, attracts, the area attracts the sort of people that you would cross the street to avoid. Next, you enter the lift. I've seen suicide attempts that adhere to more health and safety measures. Seriously, take the stairs. The continental breakfast was cheap, packaged bread, cheap salami and plastic wrapped cheese. I didn't try it, I valued my life. I can only imagine how it tasted. Just going to the bottom line. Before you ask, can it really be that bad? Trust me, yes, it can. So mine is from a lovely hotel in Scotland. Um, it's actually more about the reply than the review, but here goes. Um, arrived at this hotel on the way out of Scotland in February. When we arrived, we couldn't get into the place. After strolling around Calendar for an hour, it finally opened after 1pm. We were shown to our room by a friendly lady who told us we could have had a four-poster bed, but the TV had been stolen by the last guest and so had pretty much everything else that wasn't nailed down. To which the owner replied, I'd like to apologise for the behaviour of my wife. Under no circumstances should she have told you about the burglary that we experienced. It was a sensitive and personal issue that was none of your business. It was very thoughtful of you to share it with two million customers on TripAdvisor. <laughs> However, I'm happy that you found my wife friendly. I rarely see that side. <laughs> I will pass on your compliments. Maybe that is why we earn two stars instead of one. Excellent. That's very, very good. And finally, the most disgusting and creepy place imaginable. Only place that had vacancies. Transvestite prostitute in the lobby being paid by a man. Dirty sheets, porn on the TV, weird screams in the morning, possible blood drips on plastic mattress covering. This was the most frightening experience seriously debated sleeping in Central Park instead. This was worse than anything I've ever seen on television. 
feared for my life. Number five, Lambrusco grapes originate from which coronavirus hit country? It's funny because I always assumed that Lambrusco was a motorbike. Lamborghini. Uh, I don't know. It no, just it's Lambretta. Like, Lambretta, that's it. I had a Lambretta um, t-shirt once. I assume that Lam- I got fat Lambretta, Lambrusco, Lambrusco all come from Pepe. Lamb. <laughs> that well-known the, country. The Lamb's lamb. flag, isn't that in American <laughs> Werewolf? It's, it's actually, it's a, a Welsh town and you pronounce it Chlam. So Chlambrusco is a Welsh fizzy wine. Chlam finally. <laughs> yes. And this is our Chlam. Oh, can I do it? Chlam for Pachgin Gogory, Chlam Drobwil, There's a Gogory in there, yeah. Have you been there? No. I've been there. It's not actually a place. I didn't go to the railway station. It is. No, it's Chlam. No, it's got a real name. It has I mean, that's a long name. And then they did that to get in the Guinness Book of Records. But there's actually a Volvo dealer on the... I think it's on Anglesey from memory. And we went there, yeah. and there's a Volvo, or it was a Volvo dealer 10 years ago, and it's got the name of the branch there. It's probably the largest it's sign I've ever seen on a Volvo dealer. Um, so. Ah, yes. The answer. Where Italy. That, Italy. Yes. And from the Emilio Reggiano, Reggiano and Lombardy region. Uh, let, let me have a guess here. We're not talking opera. We're not talking great tourism. We're not talking football. We're back on your favorite subject. And finally. And finally, but well, there's got to be wanna, a Corona. I, I want to do this one. Go on. It, it's obviously Corona because we've got Corona and wine in here. Yes. And, and you'll see, we've been very clever here. Go on. You um, have. Well, obviously. But yes. I, I like to share the credit because otherwise you feel a bit left out and sad. Um, I wanted to do this story and you vetoed it because we've had too much porn on this show. So your you, belly button. Is it? I can see your belly button through your shirt. That, 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 okay. Please yeah. stop staring at my crotch. Yeah. I think so I'm going to be you've, ill. You've vetoed my porn story. But you're doing it anyway. Was, well, I'm oh. just going to p- point out what you vetoed, okay. which was the growth on porn sites of coronavirus porn. This is actually a thing. People having sex wearing hazmat suits and masks. But I'm not allowed to read that. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, I guess if the suits are Titles white. Titles include deserted Wuhan. <laughs> and TSA agent detains woman suspected of coronavirus. <laughs> the mind boggles. If you can think of a fun one, the email mind, us. The mind boggles and the appendages jiggle. Poor old Kaylee Wilkes from California. She, for two years, had been watering a succulent. It's one of those little plants that sort of you sometimes call a cactus, but when you, if you squeeze it a bit much, lots of juice comes out. Anyway, she had been watering it for two years, and then she replanted it. And when she pulled it out of the first pot, she suddenly realized it was a fake. Two years. Watering a plastic plant. Watering a plastic plant. She must have thought she was doing a good job, because it kept that lovely Poor woman, yeah, it kept the sheen. So my story, and I think we've even got one after this, is to do with Lambrosco, which is probably one of the worst wines out there, I believe. It's it's, it's a fruit-based drink that the ladies like, but... Italagers near Modena in Italy were shocked when turning on their taps, their water went pink. Not dead zombies in the water, but the local Lambrusco plant had developed a leak and that entered into the water system for the little village near Modena. And for about six or seven hours until it was fixed, they had on tap Lambrusco coming through their taps. Bottling it like crazy. Fantastic. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, 
the well-known organization in the United States, the Council on Foreign Relations, has had to cancel a round table it was planning this week because, of course, the coronavirus. And what, would you say, was the subject of the round table? It was called... Pornography. Doing business under coronavirus. Thank you very much and have a good evening. <laughs> <laughs>